you can go ahead and take a seat. We move into that time of our service where we reflect on God's word for our lives today. As we've been going through over the last few months, we've been going through these Old Testament stories. And you've heard story about king after king. We heard about King David, King Solomon, and how he fell into sin. We heard about how the kingdom of God was divided. We even heard about a couple of evil kings, Jeroboam and King Ahab. And last week, we heard about the prophet Elijah. That's, that's Elijah with a J and how he served God faithfully. He proclaimed God's word and the people didn't like what Elijah said. Last week we, we heard about how Elijah challenged all of these false prophets who served other gods to a competition and the one true God won. He honored Elijah's sacrifice and we heard about how Elijah faithfully served God in that way. And then, what we didn't hear about last week, what happens between last week and this week, as we transition from the prophet Elijah with a J to Elisha with an S, the way I remember that is it has an S-H, so S for second, Elisha comes second. Well, Elijah, after he had shown God's power, the king and the evil queen who wanted to serve these false gods didn't like that very much. Because Elijah and his God made their gods look bad. And so they decided they wanted to hurt Elijah, and Elijah went into hiding. And when Elijah was in hiding, he cried out to God and said, God, why are you leaving me here all by myself? Why am I the only one? And when I die, this faith in you is going to die. And God reminded him there in that weakest moment for Elijah that I have other people who also trust in my name, that I will not abandon my people, but I pass my Holy Spirit on. And so Elijah would pass the Holy Spirit on. He would go down from the mountain. He, he would go find this guy named Elisha who was just a farmer, but he trusted in God. And when Elijah throws his cloak on Elisha with an S, Elisha drops everything. Everything, all of his farming equipment, even the ox he was using to plow the field, drops everything and follows Elijah on God's mission. And so Elisha and Elijah would be inseparable until ultimately the end of Elijah with a J, his ministry. And we'll see that in the video for today. Let's watch. Elijah was a powerful prophet to Israel, but God had a plan for another man to be a prophet after Elijah. That man's name was Elisha. Ooh. Elisha followed Elijah and served him for several years. When the time came for the Lord to take Elijah up to heaven, Elisha did not want to leave Elijah. Elijah said, Elisha, stay here. The Lord is sending me to Bethel. But Elisha said, as long as you are alive, I will not leave you. So they went together to Bethel. At Bethel, Elijah said, Elisha, stay here. The Lord is sending me to Jericho. But Elisha said, as long as you are alive, I will not leave you. So they went together to Jericho. 
At Jericho, Elijah said, Elisha, stay here. The Lord is sending me to the Jordan River. But Elisha said, as long as you are alive, I will not leave you. So they went together to the Jordan River. A crowd of prophets watched Elijah and Elisha as they stood by the river. Elijah rolled up his cloak and hit the water with it. The river parted and they crossed to the other side. Elijah asked, is there anything I can do for you before I go? Elisha said, I want a double portion of the spirit that you have. Elijah said, if you see me go, you will have it. Suddenly, a chariot of fire with forces of fire appeared and drove between them. Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha watched as Elijah went away. Then he picked up Elijah's cloak and went back to the river. He hit the water and it parted for him to cross to the other side, just as it had for Elijah. The crowd of prophets was there watching, and they saw that the spirit that was with Elijah was now with Elisha. The prophets searched for Elijah, but they could not find him since God had taken him up to heaven. God gave Elisha the same spirit that was in Elijah, so Elisha could carry out his mission as a prophet. Years later, Jesus told his followers to wait for the Holy Spirit. God gives believers the Holy Spirit so that they can share the gospel with the world. See, God would not leave his people without his spirit. God poured his spirit out on Elijah so that he would share the word of God. And that word of God would be the word of his faith. It would convict Israel of their sin and testify to them of the truth of God. And you heard about what happened. Even though Elijah was going to be taken up into heaven, even though his time of doing ministry was coming to an end, God would not leave his people without his spirit. And as Elisha, his servant, looked at Elijah, who was honestly kind of a weird dude, he, Walked around in camel hair. He had this weird leather belt around his waist. But Elisha recognized that it wasn't anything about him being a weird dude that made him special. What made Elijah special was that he had the Spirit of God in him. And Elisha said, I see that Spirit and I want a double portion of it. I want the Spirit of God in me so that the Spirit of God would be here among the people of Israel. And Elisha would fulfill that role. He would be the person that stands in the kingdom of Israel and tells, tells the kingdom God's word. He would be that person who convicts Israel of their sin. He would be that person who shares the faith in God. Even after Elijah would be taken up into heaven. Now, Elijah was not the only person to be taken up into heaven. He was not the only person who shared God's word and who convicted the world, even though the world didn't really want to hear about God's word and wanted to do their own thing. Because Jesus would come with that same kind of ministry. Jesus would come to this earth full of God's spirit, and he would try to share God's word with this people 
And he would call followers who also dropped everything to follow him. And yet, the world would not only fight against God's word, they tried to kill God's word. And the world would kill Jesus because he represented God, because he spoke God's word to them. And the world would ultimately kill God himself in the person of Jesus. And yet God would turn that cross for our forgiveness. For the world's forgiveness, God would raise Jesus up and he would take Jesus up into heaven. And before any of that even happens... Jesus looks ahead, not only to the crucifixion, but he also looks ahead to the day where he ascends into heaven. And his disciples would be left here on earth in a world that was so contrary to God's word that they would kill God himself. And he knew he would have to leave them alone. But Jesus says before he even goes to the cross, he says, it is better for you that I go away. Because if I go away, I will send the Helper, the Holy Spirit. Because the disciples couldn't do it without the Holy Spirit. You see, Jesus does not leave his people without his Spirit. But but even after he goes into heaven, ten days later, his Holy Spirit comes down to the disciples. It, It strengthens their faith. It convicts them of their sin. And it gives them the courage to share their faith. Jesus passes his Holy Spirit on to the disciples. And the disciples would pass the Holy Spirit on, who would pass it on, who would pass it on to the next generation, to the next generation. And the Holy Spirit is active, awakening hearts in every generation to the power of life in Christ, to the resurrection power of Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is active in you too. As a generation before passes the Holy Spirit on to you, as you pass the Holy Spirit on to the next generation, the Holy Spirit is active in you, bringing you faith, convicting you of your sin, and giving you the courage to share your faith. Just like Elijah, just like Elisha, just like Jesus and his disciples. Now, some of you might be sitting there wondering, well, how do I know I didn't miss out on the Holy Spirit? I don't don't really feel all that courageous. I don't really feel all that responsible and able to share my faith. What if I just missed the boat? There was a time when I uh, I was about 13 years old. And I was kind of wandering around in the church building because I thought there was going to be youth group, but apparently youth group stopped for the summer. And I was the only one there. My parents dropped me off an hour early. And my pastor found me wandering around in the church building and he said, what are you doing here? And I said, well, I'm here for youth group. Well, we don't have youth group. So I thought for a second and I said, well, then I guess I'm here anyway, so I'm here for Bible study. Well, we don't really do Bible study in the summers either. And then... Eventually, he just decided, well, I guess why not do a Bible study? So he pulled up a chair and he sat down with me and he said, what do you want to study in the Bible? And I wanted to study the parable of the sower. I don't know if you're familiar with the parable of the sower. It's where Jesus talks about the sower throwing out the word of God and sometimes it lands in the fertile soil, the soil where people have 
courage to share their faith, and their faith grows, and, and they tell other people. But there's some seed that falls along the path, and they're snatched up by Satan. And I looked at my life, and I thought, there are so many times when I have the opportunity to share my faith, and so many times when I came up short. I was too timid. I was too scared to do it. Or I, or I missed the opportunity because I was paying attention to something else. Or maybe I did share it and it just didn't seem to make a difference. And I looked at my life and I saw a barren, fruitless life. And I wondered, well, what if I missed out on the Holy Spirit? And if you're there this morning, I want to comfort you with the words that he comforted me. He said, if you're worried about whether or not you have the Holy Spirit, that's a sign that the Holy Spirit is living and active in you. Because you wouldn't have any concern about the Holy Spirit if you didn't first believe that this Jesus guy is who he says he is and did what he said he did and is coming back. And you wouldn't be convicted of your sin unless the Holy Spirit was working in you to convict you. And if you have that faith, and if you have that conviction, the Holy Spirit is living in you and building up your faith and giving you the courage to share it. Because Jesus always passes his Holy Spirit on. In Jesus' name, amen.